friends to another live conversation on Alatra TV. Today, we have a very special guest with us that is tuning in from the future, all the way from Singapore. But before I introduce her, I would like to remind our viewers the format of our program today. So today, we will get to know our guest, and we will also find out how does she envision a creative society, a society where everyone is happy. And if you never heard about the project Creative Society, it is a project on the platform of Alatra International Public Movement. It is run by volunteers from over 180 different countries in order to build a society of our dreams, a creative society. So today my name is Olga and my co-host is Anna. Welcome Anna. Hi. Good to see you. And our guest of honor today is Elsa Young. She's a, a cloud accounting and a director of Perfect 10. Welcome to the program, Elsa. Hi, good morning from Singapore. Greetings from Singapore. Hello, Olga and Anna. So My to... um, privilege to be here. Yeah, so good to see you. Please tell us a little bit more about your background and what do you do? Okay. So basically, I'm a certified accountant. As you can see, I run an accounting company. I help small business owners with their accounting methods and tax. And also, um, the main focus for me for the recent two years are helping them to implement cloud accounting software so that they have more time and automate their process uh, to grow their business Yeah, so that they can run a profitable business. So this is what I do now. So um, back in six years ago, I'm still in the corporate world, climbing the corporate ladder. So at one point in time, I asked myself, you know, do I need to continue the life that I, I live for 20 over years in the corporate world? Um, I need to do something different. So uh, at that time, I decided to uh, take a career break. So I stopped for two years. Um, during the two years, I explored many, many things. Even I go into volunteer, sports volunteering, sea uh, games, Paralympic games. And I also travel, uh, meeting new friends, doing a lot of networking. That's how uh, in the, the two years, I learned a lot and I grow so much. So at one point in time, I say, okay, enough. Two years I enjoyed. I have time for my family. Now I need to do something back to the society, the community. So I set up my um, small accounting company and start with um, zero clients. Okay. And uh, start go out and networking and find my clients. And, and at that point in time, I realized, oh, in a small business um, uh, enterprise, there's a gap. Because I come from a multinational company background. So I realized, okay, in the MNC, they have system, they have a very good system processes, but in a small business uh, enterprise context, um, because of the lean structure and uh, limited resources, they don't really uh, have the budget to invest a lot into the systems and uh, uh, processes. So that's where I come in and recently I try to help them with the cloud accounting software. Yeah, so this is what I do now. Yeah. 
That's amazing. And mm -hmm. I have another question. We normally ask our guests, so what inspired you originally? So where did where do you draw your inspiration? Um, okay. Um, during the, the two years that I have my career, I reflect, I do reflection a lot. I reflected uh, for my past 20 over years, what did I do? I spent a lot of time in, on the work, but I didn't give um, a lot of time for myself and for my family. Yeah, and my children has grown up. Yeah, so I think um, it's time for me to do something more meaningful. Yeah, for myself, for my family, also um, to serve the community. That's where I, um, of course, I need to bring back some income as well. Yeah, at the same time, I bring back income, but I also able to help the small business owners with uh, what I'm best at. Yeah, so. Thing. Thank you so much, Elsa. And you know what? I hear a lot that more and more companies right now are trying to move to the four hours a day work work day. So people will have more free time and actually be more productive because in those four hours, you really don't have time to waste. You really got to do work. So what do you think? Will that create more life balance and will that make workers more happy? Okay. In fact, um, last time I believed in work-life balance, but now I don't believe in work-life balance. I, I believe in more um, time management and uh, how, how do you block your time for certain activities. Yeah, so that, that's what I believe now. Of course, I'm still learning. Yeah, I'm still learning uh, time management. So um, you, you see, um, because of the technology, right? Nowadays, we can access to many, many tools and software or apps that can help us to do things faster um, and more uh, efficient. So as an employee, even that you are an employee, you should leverage on certain tools that help you to do, to perform better in your work. Yeah. Uh, like for example, the accounting software that I implement for my clients. The staff, uh, last time they used to spend three days three days to, to produce, to process um, like invoices or bills, okay? But with the automated accounting software, they managed to cut on to one day. Yeah. Wow. So I think, I think in, in that context, right, they eventually when the process improve and they, the employee get to um, uh, do things faster and more efficient, they see the result and then they have more time for themselves. Yeah, so they can do the things that, um, uh, uh, like, you know, do exercise, more time for exercise and other things and for their family. So this is a long-term game, I think. It's a long-term game. Yeah, because to, for a small business enterprise to implement uh, the automation is not easy. There's a lot of things to consider. And of course, Singapore government is very uh, supportive in this area. That's why recently there's a lot of um, support and subsidy and grants given by the government. Yeah, oh, that's so important. Mm -hmm. And can you see the future in technology? What does it look like to you? We know right now, like every change that's happening is happening very fast. So mm -hmm. what, where do you see technology and accounting in maybe 10 years? Okay. Okay. In the past, uh, we used to do um, 
book ledger we do on the paper, right? Many, many years ago, okay? Then after that, uh, we use computer Excel spreadsheet, all right? Now, uh, because of the, te the technology uh, improved, now we, we have machine learnings, we have AI, uh, that actually go into many, many uh, trades, not only accounting. So, so I will see um, the AI will increase more and more in different, different trades. Yeah, they will introduce more machine learning. So, so like robots, even we have robots for accounting, do you believe it? Yeah, yeah, they, they can do, they use robots to do accounting. So, however, Although we can use leverage on technology to do things for us, I think we still need the human touch. The human touch that uh, you have to talk to people to understand their problem and uh, to troubleshoot their problem. So I think this is um, cannot take away. We, we only can use technology to help us to do things faster, more efficient and better. Yeah. Yeah, that's just I see. Um, future how we can use technology leverage on technology but also we cannot lose the human touch yeah mm. yeah so basically machines cannot uh, cannot replace a hundred percent you know we still got to supervise it and uh, also uh, the title says uh, believe in action so how do how do you uh, sorry uh, do you, how do you think how it's how important it is to uh, stay active in any field like uh, for example in your career mm. uh, okay i i like to exercise so um i like to um, I, I like zumba i like uh, to dance right uh, so i try to participate in many activities uh, within what I can do, right? Um, but to stay active, you need to be like, uh, no more friends, uh, expand your network. So even recently after I set up my business, I, you know, the very strange, the community that I work with right, is all um, uh, young people in their 30s, 20s and 30s. Yeah, so that, that's where I draw my energy from, right? And yeah. beside doing exercise and beside doing networking, uh, I also do my uh, volunteer work uh, within the time span that I can. Yeah, like, like what I shared with you many years ago, I participate in the sports volunteering. Mm -hmm. um, uh, now I actually uh, involved in more in my community. So, uh, you know, Singapore, we have this community center. Okay, it's all over Singapore. And then this community center provide a lot of activities for the residents around that area, right? And I am doing my volunteer in the community center near my house. Yeah. So last year oh, I became so... the grassroots leader mm -hmm. uh, in, in my community. And I am uh, in charge of the senior group volunteering work. So what I have to do is I have to organize activities for the senior people. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. And because last year uh, there was COVID, mm. so we can't do a lot of um, physical activities. So this year, what we plan to do is we plan to organize some virtual uh, activities. So we will use Zoom yeah, to organize some activity for the senior. 
So it's wow. in progress. So this is how I, I um, participate within my uh, time. Yeah, although I'm busy yes. with work. Business. <laughs> so this is, I think, every, if one person can give some time, you know, if collectively, everybody can contribute. That, that's my uh, belief. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? That leads us to the creative society because it is actually a society where everybody contributes to the betterment of the society. And you already doing it in the place where you are using the community centers and some of the free time you have to organize those activities. So thank you so much for being active participant of a creative society already. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Try, I try my best because like... um. Even like, um, for example, uh, in the mass distribution, right, they, they will ask for volunteers. So although it's like just a few hours, so I try to be there, you know, to help out. So this is a small thing that residents can contribute. Yeah, you don't need to be there all the time. Yeah, it's just that you be there when they ask for help. Yes, thank you so much, Elsa. And uh, we also ask people around the globe, we ask everybody, uh, on social surveys or interviews or uh, during the live broadcast, like today, we ask people around the globe, how do they envision a society where everyone is happy and lives a fulfilled life? So I wanted to ask you that question too. How do you envision this ideal, perfect society of your dream? Okay. Mm. So I'm not sure whether you know, I'm, I, I come from Malaysia, Okay. I stayed in Singapore for many years. So in the past, uh, during my childhood, I experienced kampong life. Do you know what is kampong life? It's a village. You know, it's like a big village. Everybody is so warm to each other, so kind to each other. Yeah, so I, the ideal society that I envision is a society with um, kind people. Uh, everybody help each other. It's, it's like a pay forward kind of man, um, man, behavior. So you receive some kindness from others and then you can uh, pass it on to the next person. Yeah. So this is the society that I, I wanted to live in. Yeah. Also, also um, recently I've been um, uh, learning a lot on uh, simple simplicity, simple life and zero waste life. So this one has actually given me a lot of, um, it's impacted me a lot because in, in the past I purchased a lot of things. I keep in the storeroom. I don't use it. You know, I, I said one day I will use it, but you know, after 10 years, it's still there. And, and a lot of clutter. So um, it's also like, a, I, my mind is like uh, always cluttered with uh, so many things to do, you know, I need to clean the house. I need to do a lot of things. So um, this is some uh, concept that I, I'm implementing now, although it's, small step at a time. So um, yeah, this is also, I wanted to spread this uh, concept to the viewers here. Live a simple life um, uh, that can free up your time and your mental for the things that you love to do. Yeah. And also, um, we have eight foundations and we know that you got familiar with, uh, with those eight foundations. So. Um, I wanted to ask you which foundations you feel like close to you and uh, let's uh, let's just discuss those foundations which uh, were which uh, you feel uh, in connected to <laughs> let's say that way. okay 
I think out of the eight foundations, human safety. Human safety, yes. Let's, let's bring, yeah, let's bring yeah. it up on the screen so we can read it to our viewers so they can know what we're talking about. So I'll ask our IT team to bring up Human Safety Foundation on the screen, please. If we can have human safety on the screen. We have our IT team. Let me see where she human safety. Oh, we got it. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, but this one is human freedom. So let's read the human freedom number two. Every human is born with the right to be a human being. All people are born free and equal. Everyone has the right to choose. There can be no one and nothing on earth above a human, his freedom and rights. The implementation of human rights and freedoms must not violate the rights and freedoms of others. So Elsa, how important is this foundation and what does it speak to you? Okay, I, I choose human safety, but uh, since the slight flash up human freedom, we can talk about this. Because mm -hmm. interestingly, um, I think everybody has the right to uh, voice their opinion and to express their opinion to others. Yeah. So, um, okay, I, this morning I just came across a very interesting case I, which I can relate to this uh, human freedom. I came to office by a taxi and then during the trip, I, uh, we, we, we spoke. I mean, uh, I, I checked with the taxi driver about our daily life and uh, where we stay and what is our environment about. So interestingly, he shared a lot with me about uh, the place that he's staying in, um, how the neighbor behave. Yeah, because you see in the, in the living space, right? Everybody has their right to do things, you know, whatever they want, right? Using the facility that they share, all right? Um, but a lot of times people just uh, focus on themselves yeah, I have the right to do this. I have the right to use that. But I did not really consider how other people think or how my action will affect others. So, so he shared with me a lot of uh, things that the neighbor do that did not uh, put the consideration for the other neighbors. So I think although we, we emphasize that, okay, we all free to speak out, free to do anything, we, we like, but I think the first thing is, um, do you consider others' feeling or others, um, how, how your action will impact others? So, so this is something that I learned this morning, really just, you know, a short 30 minutes, you know, after the conversation, this also um, helped me to think, yes, I, I think what, what he said is, is right. If everybody, has the um, intention, you know, to create a good society and a, a happy society. It has to come up from each of, each and every one of us. Yeah. Yes, I agree that the mm -hmm. you know the human freedom is so important, but the your choices cannot be from the 
point of ego, right? Your choices mm. cannot affect another human being. So yes, there is freedom, but the, that choice also is a responsibility. So thank you so much, Elsa, for sharing that. And now let's um, pull up the human safety and let's read that foundation on the screen, please. Human safety. No one and nothing in society has the right to create threats to the life and freedom of a human. Every human is guaranteed free provision of essential life necessities, including food, housing, medical care, education, and full social security. Scientific, industrial, and technological activities of the society should be aimed exclusively at improving the quality of human life. Guaranteed economic stability, no inflation and crises, stable and the same prices around the world, a single monetary unit and a fixed minimal taxation or no tax. The security of human and society from any kind of threats is ensured by the unified global service that deals with emergency situations. Hmm. So I, I believe this is an extension of the human freedom that I mentioned just now. Mm. So I, I just put a very simple example. So if let's say, you know, your neighbor um, put a lot of clutters outside the house or along the corridors, right? So it will impose a safety issue for another neighbor. So, so I, I think I can relate to this. So no one and nothing in society has a right to increase threats to the life and freedom of a free, of a human. Yeah. So this is just uh, one example. Yeah. Right. Yes. Thank you so much, Elsa. And let's go back to um, zero waste. Uh, and I know you said you're very passionate about the subject. And we know that for the past 6,000 years, we have been living in a consumeristic society. Mm -hmm. So we know that we consume not just products, we consume ideas, people, we consume like everything. Everything becomes something that we just swallow and spit out and nothing is really human anymore. So how important it mm -hmm. is to live simply and will a simple life, will it allow us to become a creative society? Yeah. Um... I think um, as a human, right, um, we always uh, think of what we want. And we sometimes we forgot what we need. Yeah. So, so in, a, in our lifespan of depending how long we can live on earth, say for example, 80 years. So on a daily basis, what you really need. Yeah. You have to think about what you really need. For example, the um, minimalist life that I um, I'm learning now is um, there are people that implement uh, like you know for example clothing they only have a few uh, maybe less than twenty clothes in the wardrobe and every day they will wear the same compared to like for example I have a huge wardrobe and I have hundreds and hundreds of clothing so maybe we only wear the the same old every day yeah do we really need the space there's so much space to sort to store the clothes and then we only use the uh, wear a few so a few days ago i came across a documentary they talk about um how they recycle how they you know reproduce uh, collect the clothes and then 
um, how they uh, uh, how how I say uh, how how do they um, export to other countries who need it more? How do they uh, sell it? They have to really have to spend a lot of manpower to sort the clothes, to to um, have a quality check, and to categorize. Okay, this one can be sold. This one can be donated. Yeah. So so I believe it's like it's a cycle. We spend. And then the next, we, we dump. And then the next cycle is somebody has to spend time and money and cost to, to recycle the things. So, so, so this documentary really uh, impacted me. Yeah. Um, so Elsa, we really need so much. Um, yeah. What, what <laughs> type of role does personal responsibility plays? Because we are living in society mm now where everybody just likes to point fingers but in reality we know that um, we have to take this personal responsibility for everything that we do so for the simple living what can one person do today right to start living simply and to bring creative society closer to us mm. i think it's the um, first thing is the education uh, is from young the responsibility, I won't say um, it's also individual, but it's also the community, government, yeah, to have that education and um, teaching for kids that um, from young, yeah, I, I, from parents also very important. Yeah, so I, I think it's the um, uh, media that can actually um, do more of this kind of um, documentary to educate people, to expose people to the concept, yeah, um, yeah. I, I think I think that will help in terms of um, giving awareness of to people that hey, you know, um, because of the climate change and all that, all this will impact. Yeah, eventually, yeah, your personal um, satisfaction will eventually impact, you know, everyone and uh, the world. Yeah, so I think we'll start from education. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you. Mm. All right, Anna, go ahead and let us know how do we connect to more people? Okay. okay. And uh, so uh, the next part is uh, we believe in a rule of six handshake. And I wanted, you, uh, wanted to ask you to nominate a person who inspires you or maybe somebody who, 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 you, who you would believe would be good for uh, to to join our show next. Can I nominate two persons? Yes, sure. <laughs> okay, the first person I would like to nominate is, in fact, she's my client and also my become my friend. Okay, her name is Lauren Jackin Wan. Okay, she's a young entrepreneur um, specialized in hospitality. So uh, also she's the founder of Passionate Hospitality Consulting Services, right? And um, she is a very passionate trainer, culture cultivator and guest experience champion with more than 10 years of experience in hospitality operations. So she also participated in volunteering work. Um, she joined an organization called uh, Sarah Hospitality, whereby she helped remotely in doing the fundraising. Um, this, this organization is from US. So imagine she do it remotely from Singapore. Yeah, she has the heart yeah, to, to spend time to do it. So I, I will nominate her to be on your show. Yeah, 
And the second person is actually a, a young, um, I'll call teenage, a young adult. He's 21 years old. His name is Ray Xuan. So uh, he is an undergraduate uh, studying in uh, Nanyang Technology University, uh, studying psychology. So in the past, in the high school, he has studied uh, humanity and he has his way of thinking how, how to live in the ideal um, society. So I would like to, you know, if let's say you're, you can interview and hear what um, a young adult, you know, can voice out their opinion. I think this is a very good opportunity for, for him and, you know, to let people hear. So yeah. these are the two person yeah. that I would like to nominate. Awesome. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you We're very so much. Yes. <laughs> Back to with them after the program and we will invite uh, them to share their vision of a creative society and how we can achieve it together. And right now we are at the end of our program. So Elsa, before we go, is there something we forgot to ask you during the program or is there something you would like to wish to our audience today? Yeah. See, um, you are talking about the topic is belief in action. Right? So I believe um, if everybody, every one of us take a small steps to contribute, it will collectively, it will benefit everyone. Yeah, so this, this is the message that I want to put across. Believe in action, take a small steps a day, contribute within whatever you can, that we can build a, a better and a, a ideal society that we can live in. Yeah. Also, and Elsa, would you like to live in a creative society? Oh, definitely. definitely. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's why it all, <laughs> it all comes from, you know, uh, ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so like what I do now may not have a very big, uh, big impact, but I think uh, it will eventually. <laughs> yes, everybody matters. And that's why we build creative society together. And we, do, we build it in not just one country, we are building it around the globe and we're having those conversations. So thank you so much for being on with us today. And right now we will finish our program with an inspirational song that comes from our conference that happened four days ago on March 20th. And the conference name was Creative Society, What the Prophet Dreamed Of. And this is the song that played during the conference and we are excited to share it with you today. Thank you so much for being with us. Have a good day. Thank you, Olga, and thank, thank you, Emma.
what's going on We are sighted and awake Now we know what is the truth And we know what's fake We are more than 99% Now we're 99% All prophets dream of peace and love 